partnerships and S-Corps do not pay their own taxes, so you will never pay any taxes or get a refund when filing a partnership or S-Corp tax return. Welcome to What Your CPA Wants You to Know, a podcast for business owners and those planning to make the jump into entrepreneurship. If you're thinking, I've got a great business idea, but what's next? This podcast is for you. I'm Carson Sands. And I'm Taryn Sands. And together, we started our CPA firm. We've grown exponentially over the past six years. I'm a CPA with over 10 years of experience helping people start and grow their businesses. And I'm an MBA with a specialization in marketing and entrepreneurship. Follow along as we share the ins and outs of running a business while keeping your family and sanity intact. And how to save tax dollars without breaking any IRS rules or triggering a painful audit. We're here to share everything your CPA wants you to know. In a fun and easy to understand way. Let's get started. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. Carson is back. That's right. Guess who's back? Back Back again. again. Carson's back. Tell Tell your your friends. friends. (laughs) Because we don't have any. No, no. It is tax season and we are working. We are actually working right now. We have a sitter and we have just a few minutes to knock out this podcast. It is pitch dark outside and we committed to doing this even during tax season. So we are going to get this information to you guys. And if we say we're going to do something, we're going to we do, do it. it. We're going to do it. So Carson's back and we are filing all the business tax returns right now. So if you didn't know, the business tax return due date for partnerships and S-Corps is March 15th. Now that is one month sooner than personal tax returns and C-Corps, which are due in April. Yeah, and we've been filing all those partnership and S-Corp returns, and we keep getting the same question. So, of course, we knew this is something we have to cover in a podcast episode because there's a lot of confusion across the board on this subject. Yeah, I think I sent the same email like 20 times this week explaining the same thing. So this is something that many people need help understanding, especially new business owners and any business owner who recently switched to an S-Corp. Yeah, because as you know, if you've listened to any of our previous episodes, the way you pay taxes changes a lot depending on what type of entity your business is. And paying taxes as a business owner is a lot different than paying taxes as an individual with a regular W-2 job. So the episode today is all about business taxes. And really, how to interpret your business tax return so when your CPA sends over that tax return, you know what you're looking at and how all the taxes work. So the scenario that keeps coming up a lot at our firm this week is when we send over a business tax return that we've prepared and the response we get from our client. So first, we always send over a draft and we say, here's a draft of your return. Let us know what questions you have. This week, we've had many responses from clients basically saying, you know what, I just really don't know what I'm looking at here. So we want to explain how the numbers work, where everyone listening can understand and feel very confident that they know what to expect when filing business taxes. The first question that comes up 
over and over when we send a business tax return is, what are my taxes due? Now, keep in mind that we're talking about only S-Corps and partnerships that are being filed in March. So this is not a single member LLC or sole proprietorships. Those are filed on a personal tax return. If you aren't sure what tax entity you are, make sure to listen to episode six, all about tax entities, and that will definitely help you know when your filing dates are and all that good stuff. So Carson, tell us the answer to that question. Can you tell a client how much their taxes are when you prepare their business tax return? Uh, No, we definitely can't tell you at that point. The business tax return will not have anything due in taxes. What it will give us is the total amount of income from that business that will be reported to each owner of the business. Partnerships and S-Corps do not pay income taxes. Right. So the biggest lesson to take away from this episode, if you take anything, is that partnerships and S-Corps do not pay their own taxes. So you will never pay any taxes or get a refund when filing a partnership or S-Corp tax return. So Carson, what should business owners look at when they see their business tax return sent over? They'll see their profit and loss. If they own 100% of the business, they'll see that on the tax return. And if they own just a part of the business, then they'll see that on the K-1, which shows how much of the business income goes to them. Right. So what they're looking at is they might not understand where every single number comes from because some of the numbers on the tax return won't be something that they'll be familiar with, like depreciation. They won't know where that exact number came from but they should be able to look at it and be pretty comfortable with how much their business profited that year, right? Yes. If you look at box one of the K-1, that's going to tell you most of the information you need to know because that's, for the most part, the number that's used to decide what your income or loss on the business is. So a K-1 is like a W-2 because it reports income to the IRS. It says, IRS, Carson's share of the business income was $50,000, so he is responsible for paying taxes on that income. The other owners, if there are any, are responsible for their share of the taxes. So when a business return is prepared and filed, it's telling the IRS to expect you to pay taxes on that income, just like a W-2 does. The K-1 can only be made once the tax return is done, which is the big reason that you see the IRS has an earlier filing date for partnerships and S-Corps. So they are due in March and everyone else is due in April. That's because every single person in the country who owns a partnership or S-Corp needs that K-1 or they can't file their personal tax return by April 15th. The big difference here between a W-2 and a K-1 is there are not taxes taken out of the income from a K-1. So if you have a K-1 that shows $50,000 in income, and we know you don't pay any taxes when you file your S-Corp or partnership tax return, then what? What happens next with that K-1? The next step is that the income from the K-1 is reported on the owner's personal tax return, your 1040. The owner uses that K-1 to file the personal tax return. And when they file their personal tax return, That is when they pay taxes on the business income, along with all their other income from other sources, like a W-2 job or your spouse's income or any other sources of income that you might have for your personal tax return. 
So when you get that business tax return, you're not going to pay any taxes, but you are going to look at that K-1 and see how much income is going to come over to your personal tax return. And it's important to know that your business income will get lumped into all the income on your personal tax return. So if you're married, that will include your spouse's income and any other income you had that year. Carson, can you explain why is that so important to know? Why is it confusing to lump all the income and taxes together on that personal tax return? Well, it's hard for people to tell what taxes are coming from what income. It's also hard because you don't know what your income tax bracket is until all of your income is combined. So it's not easy to say, hey, if you have this much on line one of your K-1, then you'll have this much tax for it, because it's going to depend a great deal on how much other income you have besides that K-1. Right. So you need to know what the income is from your business, and then you have to combine that with your spouse's income. And until you do all of that, you really have no idea which income bracket you're going to be in. Right. So I know one thing that's also confusing is the way our tax system works. So we're talking about income tax brackets. Let's take just a minute to talk about how our tax system works so we can really understand the entire picture here. Here in the U.S., we have a tiered tax system. That means we have various tax brackets for income levels. Now, many people think that if their income falls in the 22% tax bracket, then they pay 22% of their income. And it is really not that simple. So if you didn't know this, do me a favor and Google the 2023 tax brackets and look at that while you're listening to this podcast. It will make so much more sense. So just to make it short and simple, we have a total of seven tax brackets for 2023, and they are 10%, 12%, 22%, 24%, 32%, 35%, and 37%. So because it's a tiered system, the first 22,000 is taxed at 10%. Then the next bracket, which is $67,449, is taxed at 12%. The next 100-ish thousand is taxed at 22%, and you keep going. So you get the picture, and it's all the way up to $693,751 and above is all going to be taxed at 37%, which is our highest tax bracket. So you're not getting taxed at one percentage rate based on which bracket your total income falls into. A little bit of all of your income gets put into all of these different brackets until you hit the top bracket of your total income. Right. And a lot of people don't know that. So why are we even bringing this up? Well, it's really important because we had a client that was a new business owner and had $50,000 coming from a K-1 and it worked out that they were right at one tax bracket and bumping up to another one, that $50,000 put them in another bracket which also means that extra $50,000 in income from one year to the next was all in the highest tax bracket. Yikes. So my point is that so many things impact the final tax due number or refund if you're lucky. And so there's really no way for us to know what your taxes will be simply by preparing your business tax return. We don't even know what income tax bracket the income will fall into without knowing so many other things first. So to know what taxes you will have to pay, You have to finish your personal tax return, 
which is the return that everyone files and is due in April. Okay, so that makes things a little bit more clear as to why it works like that. And I wanted to read an email from a client who thought they were going to pay their taxes when they filed their S-Corp business tax return. So she said, help, I have no idea how much my taxes are looking at this tax return you sent over. I don't even know how to understand it. So our response was, the S-Corp, your business itself, does not pay its own taxes. So you never owe taxes when you file a business tax return if it's an S-Corp or a partnership. What you're looking at on the business tax return is your total income from the business and profit or loss once all the expenses were taken out. That's what's on page one of the 1120S. So this year you had a big loss on line 21. That's due to the depreciation from fixed assets you purchased. That number is what's going to be put on the K-1. We're going to use your K-1 to file your personal tax return. A K-1 is like a W-2, only it reports income from a business. When you file your personal tax return, that's when you'll pay the taxes on any business income and other income from all the filers on your tax return. So in that case, the client had many purchases that gave them a loss and they didn't have any taxes to pay on that business income. However, we did have another situation where a new S-Corp had $50,000 worth of profit coming over on the owner's K-1 and they were not anticipating that. Okay, Carson, let's say your spouse has a W-2 for $100,000 and you bring over a $50,000 income from a K-1. What would your taxes look like? Yeah, so that would be about $11,000 of income tax from that. That's a lot of money on $50,000. Yeah, and that's if it's an S-Corp. If you're filing as a partnership, you'll also have self-employment tax, and that'll be another $7,650 on top of the 11000 Now, that is a really big surprise when people do finally pay income taxes on the business income If that's coming over from a partnership, you also have to pay self-employment taxes like Carson was saying, and that's an extra 15.3% on top of the $11,000. So it ends up being a lot in taxes. And if you haven't saved up for it, that's a really big shock. Yeah. And we don't want this to happen to any of you. So make sure you set aside money to pay your taxes, please. Yes, definitely. You want to make sure you're planning for your business taxes and know that they're going to be due when you file your personal tax return in April. Now, the last thing we want to drive home here is that you make $50,000 from a K-1 no matter which tax bracket you fall into. That's a lot of taxes to pay. So if you're a business owner and you have not been setting aside a portion of your profits to pay these taxes, this will not be a good thing. So just as a recap, taxes are not paid when you file a partnership or S-Corp tax return. So all of you business owners filing this month, you won't know what taxes are due. You will take that K-1 and use it to file your personal tax return. And that will be combined with other income and all of your taxes will be due on April 15th. So make sure to set aside money to pay your taxes if you're a business owner and you're not paying in all year long so you're not surprised when it comes April. I think that's a wrap for today. Please leave us a review if you learned something today and until next time.
Thank you for listening to What Your CPA Wants You to Know podcast. And now we're going to go pay our sitter. Thank you for listening. This podcast is intended to provide accounting and tax information for educational purposes only. All tax situations are unique and should be handled with the assistance of a tax professional. 